I'm Blakey. I mean, yeah. I'm Amos. I'm, a- I'm Amos. What do you want me to say? I don't know. I kind of want to say he's Amos. He's me. He's Amos. Yeah. Let's. I'm Mike O'Malley. Review <laughs> everything. Let's take it over to Momo. Um, no, I'm not. We're not doing. What is Momo? It's from uh, uh, Global Guts on Nickelodeon. Oh, is it? She yeah. was. She was the Mo was the English referee. She was. Yeah, okay. and Mike O'Malley, the guy from whatever sitcom he did later, was the host. Okay. And do, 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 do you have I, it? I if, and she would explain how to get through the obstacle to win a piece of the aggro crag, which was the the mountain in the show Guts. Yeah. I was like, I remember Guts. All right, we're already getting shit. We're jumping right in. Like, welcome to Let's Review Everything, a podcast where we review everything. Yep. We are going to review Nick Tunes. Is that how we uh, it? Nickelodeon stuff. N- Nickelodeon stuff. Oh, yeah. great. I'm prepared for Nickelodeon cartoons. And that's cool. The, most, action figures. the best stuff, I think, is the cartoons, but we'll get into that. Okay, so that's Amos. You know his voice. Uh, with us this week is Matt Dunn. A friend of Amos, an acquaintance of mine, soon to be a good friend. Um, dating a Canadian. Son. I'm Canadian. <laughs> this is true. So you're going to, at one point, you could be part of the family. You'll pass the retina scan when going into the motherland, so that's right. nice. If you don't pass the retina scan, are they really apologetic about it? No. Yeah. It's like the lowest yeah. hanging fruit possible. Yeah. Look, We're not. I am sorry. We don't you tell anyone about this. it. <laughs> Shameless self-plug, I... I do my own podcast called Damage Goods Radio. We were getting to we it. We're gonna get it. We were gonna we give let you your people plug, man. plug their shit. You eager, angry yeah, beaver. Jeez. All right. I'm our, oh, I, I know what you did there. Yeah, uh, because good. I read that eager beaver, angry beaver, angry well, beaver. Hey, dude. I'm sorry. Boo. <laughs> I'm not saluting any shorts today. Well, me sounding like a jerk. Can you just cut that out? No, we don't. We don't cut people. Um, sending the only things we <laughs> cut out no are on um, if you're a sexist, if you're a racist, we'll cut you out. So there's only if you like all of a sudden start swearing at you know. What if it's just locker room talk? Come on, <laughs> <laughs> it's, just like- <laughs> it's just locker room talk. <laughs> Which Nick show was your favorite show? Uh, it's locker room talk. <laughs> the one with the blowjobs. Um, yeah, it's that's gonna get bleeped. What if I just bleep that so no one knows what I said? The one with the bleep. <laughs> yeah, the, Pro- oh, it would probably if, be worse if it was Thanksgiving. I could put a little turkey gobble in there. You could. I don't know why I made a turkey sound. I don't know. You did though. It's fun to do. It <laughs> All right. Before we review and talk about Nickelodeon shows, ephemera. Yeah. There you go. Hey. There you go. <laughs> Let's do some icebreakers. That was a Gak sound. Oh. <laughs> Were you more of a Flom guy or? A uh, I liked Flom. Yeah, I was. I'm Flom team Flom. I was I'm, team Gak. Yeah, yeah. Gak was so messy and doesn't get anywhere. Doesn't Gak and Flow sound like a failed R and B group from the nineties? <laughs> Gak and Flom sounds like a law firm. I would n- definitely not want representing Gak, Gak and Flow and Furby. No, it would be Gak and Flow. And they Gak. opened for TLC on that one. <laughs> yeah. What was the other? There was another one, right? There was Gak. There was Flom, and then there was some other substance that they made up well sometimes they called it slime i don't know Maybe. well no, radium hasbro had their own slime there were like a bunch of different types of slime and what's the thing that like like pubescent girls make on youtube now or i don't know if it's just Steaks? girls no 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 no, no. <laughs> i'm talking about i'm talking about uh there's there is a phenomenon of people making slime and that's all i know about it oh is it edible i have no idea Hmm. Is it gluten free? Because I'm not going to eat it unless it's. <laughs> I couldn't tell you anything except that I know that making slime is some sort of 
current thing. Huh. It's not a lot to go on, but anyway. I'm okay with that. You can make as much slime as you want. I wish we had some phlegm. I do too. Something Just very pleasing about phlegm. Especially even the word. Have you smoked it? Oh man. Jesus. <laughs> Instant death. And it's <laughs> it's technically legal in uh, the states. I don't know about Canada, but oh. Smoking your phloem? Yeah. Uh, there's been many rappers from Texas. I prefer to vape phloem. Va- well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're a millennial. You vape so anything. So are you. Yeah. I guess. Tech- yes, everyone in this room is in that generation. Well, supposedly there's the Xennials now. Stop. Is, what does that mean? It's bet- it's for us, right? Between Generation X and Millennials. So what, what's the cutoff on that one? I think it's like 79 to 83 or 84. Oh, so close. So I, I do make that the cut for <laughs> for this Xennial. other made-up thing. So they made that up, and then someone else gave it a a, a, a cooler name. What do they call it? Um, You've died of dysentery. What? What is that game? Oregon Trail. Yeah, the Oregon Trail generation. Uh, I, like I definitely that, played Oregon Trail. Yeah. yeah, so did I. I like to say I'm part of Generation X because of that arcade game with Aerosmith. Oh my Where god, that was CDs. <laughs> shooting CDs. Yeah, yeah. It's a good one. It's an amazing one. I yeah. really want one in my house. That would be sweet. I'd they, be here way more often. Did you hear they had? It, there was a. Unfortunately, there was a failed sequel that they were planning with Public Enemy. That was the, they were actually going <laughs> to oh do that. Can you God. imagine Play for Flav in a video game? Yeah. <laughs> for some reason, I want, I, want I wanted to be shooting tapes, even though that doesn't make any sense. It makes uh, as much sense as CDs. Tapes. For, uh, Why not? I mean, they had a Transformer that turned into a cassette tape. So. I want to see oh, Flavor yeah. Flav in a uh, fighting game, kind of like Shaq Fu. Oh, yeah. I want to see him in Double Dare. All of the Wu-Tang or, Clan. Any, well. He can be in anything he is actually the celebrity that i share a birthday with yeah no, no joke march 16th flavor flave and matt dunn yep mine is uh i have two that i know of there's jj abrams and captain kangaroo oh both are pretty good one yeah. you get to guess which one's racist right uh, uh, I mean, oh, shh. let's let's let everyone google if you, that one. if you looked at captain kangaroo you could think he you know is a martian i mean mm. it wouldn't i would not be shocked if a guy who died like 30 years ago yeah. had some regressive views, but I also I was think just hoping that someone would believe it was JJ Abrams because of the way I said it, he could and be. now it's, now it's done. There's no way. Mine is Prince William. Um, it's kind of lame. He's the oldest he's son of, he's, he's uh, after Charles. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. He's his son. His oldest. Mm-hmm. He looks at Charles. Just all. had a, just had a baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, okay. Had a baby a little while ago. Once this episode comes out after yeah. Charles in charge, that's going to be the name of his mom <laughs> about the wacky Royal life. If he ever becomes King. I just, every time I see him, I think it's, a, he should be like Rowan Atkinson in a bean movie. I don't know why. <laughs> Prince Charles to me is just like he—he he is the he looks Mr. That, Bean of the royal family. Yeah, he looks that confused. Yeah, always. All right, icebreaker. Would you rather live and take care of the Rugrats? So live with them. They're yours. Okay, they're your kids. All of them. Mm. There's like six. Yeah, I guess you could pick half. Okay. Okay. Because because six is ridiculous. Did they grow at the same rate as a human baby? No, it's, I think it's a Lisa Simpson situation. Oh, just so you just have babies for your entire life. Yeah, I don't life. know. Maybe. Um, or. You mean Ren, Maggie Simpson? Yeah, that's true. Well, Lisa doesn't grow either, but. No one does. But no one does. She's a baby. Or. Ren and Stimpy as pets. So. Are they. Go ahead. Weird children. Crazy imaginations. Demented animals. 
are they the characters like as they are shown in the show? Like, can they talk? I think. That, well, I think is that the they, cat a total moron. Red and Stimpy and, could only talk to each other. Is that true? I'm sure it comes uh, I think up. It depends but I on. Because then there was an episode where Ren's cousin Svenho came to yeah. town. Yeah, I'm going to assume in this in this timeline they can talk to each other, but you can't really okay talk to them. It's kind of hard to tell sometimes, like Garfield, where you were like, "Oh, <laughs> no one can really hear him." You've well, seen the um, the ones where someone took Garfield out of all the strips, <laughs> yeah. and it's just John talking to himself. I have yeah. What is it, nihilist John or something I don't like remember, that? But I like that. Um. So okay, if they were so they're basically a chihuahua and a weird looking fat cat. Yep. And they're kind of gross. They're it, more than kind. Well, but I'm thinking if they <laughs> if they were real animals, they can't be as gross as the cartoons are. I'm pretty sure they can. Okay. So, it's just a constant mess or I have to take care of like four babies. Cartoon babies. So wait, either one cart- sounds well, like a constant Wait a minute. Mess. What do you do with a cartoon baby? I don't know. Have you seen the movie Roger pet? Rabbit? Okay, so let's, it's like that. Let's pretend we're in that timeline. Okay, got it, got it. And you have to choose between the Rugrats and Ren and Stimpy. Uh, it's, I mean, they're disgusting, but it's easier to take care of Ren and Stimpy, I feel like. I can't believe you said that. For me, it was like automatically. Well, Rugrats. they're, I mean, it's not necessarily that they, well, okay, Stimpy is disgusting. Ren is sort of disgusting by situation, I guess. They're also like super perverted. Yeah, the whole I mean, that's a weird fucking show. Yeah, but uh weird. Huh. I, there's just way more responsibility taking care of babies, even if they're cartoon babies. Oh, is maybe because you feel like you need to take better care of them? I don't want them to die. I mean, I don't want a chihuahua and a cat to die either, but you know, I wouldn't like go to prison if they died. Unless I, you know, killed murdered them. them. Yeah. yeah. What do you think, Matt? Um I think you're being a little too wishy-washy, flip-floppy, like a politician about this one. Wishy-washy, flip-floppy. This is every every episode he answers stuff this way, as in he doesn't. It's like, well, it really, uh, really, the American people need to decide. I, I'm an analytical person. It's just not my decision to make. It's really their decision. They're human beings, and those are cats and dogs. I think Ren, I would go with Ren and Stimpy because... They have an awesome I, theme song. They do, and I have more experience with pets than I do with babies i i've have no babies and i am not really well versed on taking care of them so i would i think a demented cat and dog i would probably be better taken care of yeah i don't know why but the rugrats over in stimpy they speak those fuckers they scare the shit out of me which is reasonable (laughs) i mean there's an episode where they live in a carcass of a dead whale and they have a fly that hangs out with them and they just live in putrid stench yeah, I I don't want to hang out with those. First dudes. time I watched Ren and Stimpy was um on acid. Oh, there you go. And oh. <laughs> ever since then, uh every time I watch it again, like it just makes me think of being on acid. Yeah. I think I was eight years old. Yeah. And at the, at the time it yeah. was definitely the craziest thing I'd ever seen on TV. I didn't yeah, I didn't watch it as a kid. I we talked about this off mic, but it wasn't introduced so I moved to the States, um, a little like I didn't have Nick. I'm sure there's Nickelodeon in Canada now, but when I was there, not <laughs> was it YTV? Was that the yeah? And I watched a lot of stuff on Global and like all of their like, and we were also poor, so we didn't have like satellite cable. Like some of my relatives did, and I'm sure they had like American channels, but we didn't. So 
Didn't watch that. Moved to California when I was a little bit older, and I remember seeing Doug and like uh, Salute Your Short, stuff like that. But for some reason, Ren and Stimpy never hit the radar. Didn't see it till I was an adult. And I have, like, watching it as a kid was probably fine, but watching it as an adult, what the fuck? Now, are you, <laughs> so since you didn't see it till you were an adult, are you sure you were watching the original show? Because there was a, a sort of made-for-adults remake or yeah. something. It was I'm sure TV because thing. my buddy was like, hey, do you want to see the Ren and Stimpy episode that got it canceled? Where, like, they're, um, I think they get adopted by, like, a army guy. And, like, the army guy makes them be better cats and dogs. Why'd that get it canceled? One of them beats the guy to death with an oar. I kind of remember that, I think. <laughs> and then there's tobacco smoking. Okay. <laughs> pretty sure, honestly, pretty sure it was the tobacco that got it canceled. I mean, makes sense. It's a children's show. <laughs> yeah. But before we get too deep into it, second question for you. Would you rather fight a man made from powdered toast dressed up as SpongeBob at a child's birthday party or take cold baths for the rest of the year. Oh, for the rest of the year. Like how often? As often as you need to get clean. So you can't take a shower. Correct. You have to sit in a cold bath to bathe. Yes. Or you have to fight a man in a SpongeBob SquarePants costume at a children's birthday party. Correct. All right. So these are today, like these are today's children, like four-year-olds that were born four years ago in 2014. No, I would uh, say like this is in the heyday of SpongeBob. Oh, peak SpongeBob. So they know who he is. Yeah. I, I was trying to find a loophole. No loophole. <laughs> All right. So I am beating up their hero, their freaky hero. Yep. Did who he also- start it? Mm-hmm. Like, am I going to get arrested? Did he start it? Let's say that. I guess we no one get arrested. No one else could tell, but he was totally clowning you in that suit. Uh, well, I'm not so much worried about a guy in a SpongeBob suit clowning on me as I am legal ramifications. Mm-hmm. There's definitely some legal ramifications. He definitely, but you know what? Jail. Even even getting in a fight, you don't get much. You don't get much trouble. Uh, okay, maybe in Canada. No, here. <laughs> um, like if you get in a fight, you get like a ticket. But as long as you don't break anything. And you don't hurt any of the children, and no one presses charges. Well, yeah, if no one presses charges, then yeah, you don't go to jail. But uh, uh, I guess I'm going to go with the cold baths. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like violence, no. and a cold bath isn't that bad. I've had baths that turn cold. <laughs> so I'm going with that. I would go with the cold bath, too, because... I don't want to be that guy who got beat up by SpongeBob at a kid's party. <laughs> I didn't I mean, even think about I got, if SpongeBob wins. I got made fun of enough growing up, so I don't want to be like, you know, that guy for the rest of my life. Do you really think you would lose a fight to a guy in a SpongeBob costume? It can't be but easy to move. He around. might have brass knuckles or <laughs> inside the suit. Yeah, you, how are you going to hurt him? All bets he's in a suit. You're of course he's going to win. What? They're, it's not like they're made of steel. And maybe he just. Maybe he just took a bunch of meth and he's just out for blood. Just keep on his to his side. He's got no peripheral vision at all. I don't know, man. I think you could take out a guy in a costume. I think I'd let him beat me up. That way I, I get beaten up. I don't hurt him. I sue him and I don't have to take baths all year. Oh, that's not the worst idea. A lawsuit. <laughs> lawsuit. All right. Although, but then you're in the national news as guy suing SpongeBob entertainer who that's whooped his ass. National Enquirer material, right? There. It's something. I don't know. Today, it's probably 
CNN material. At least all the children <laughs> would be happy about it. Would they be, or would they? If be they saw like SpongeBob beating someone up, it's probably for a good reason. Better than someone beating up SpongeBob. This is lose lose. Yeah, I guess so. I'm still going with the bath. All right. I think we're warmed up. Are you guys ready to talk about Nickelodeon? So ready. I'm excited. Absolutely. All right. Let's do it. So Nickelodeon started in 1977. Oddly enough, yes, right. First cable channel for kids originally called Pinwheel, which there was a show called Pinwheel that I watched growing up. Oh. Yeah, I used to watch that too. They re- would rerun it. I don't remember that one. And there's... Well, I do remember this, I feel like. Oh, because you played it earlier. Yeah, this is the Pinwheel theme song. And it's the same in the show and also the channel used this. Truly nightmarish. What is the... It reminds me of like a... Ice cream truck. Yeah. 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 I don't remember this. I mean, I wouldn't. I wasn't born, but neither were you. This is one I feel like it's just going to record scratch and it's going to be like like real turn worker. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You can be a wrestler named Pinwheel and it's going to be your Oh, yeah. Sweet. I'm into that. All right. I've had enough of this. So you could stop that now. All right. I stopped. Okay. So that was in 77 when this started? Apparently. Okay. So... The f- the oldest show that I think I remember on Nickelodeon is I think it's called David the Gnome. Oh, that was on Nickelodeon. I'm pretty well, sure he was, he like rode around all the on mice a fox and, and yeah, and fox. It's yeah. originally a Spanish show, and they is it really? They, it is, and they translated it into English. Um, that's so that so Nickelodeon. Uh, I'm kind of like you in that I didn't really see it much as a little kid because we didn't have cable. Yeah. Uh, you still can't get a cable out there on the barge, but, um, call back to like eight episodes ago. Yeah. But, uh, we did eventually get, get a, uh, like a dish thing. And all it picked up was David the Gnome. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was just 24-7. <laughs> He's just reading the news. 24-7 David the Gnome in Spanish. <laughs> David L. Gnome. I have no idea how to say gnome. That would be a weird one to know in Spanish, the but, gnome. uh, to gnome. But, uh, yeah, so... Sometimes we would go over to like my cousin's houses that lived in Greensboro mm-hmm. and they did have uh cable typically. So that was one of the best things, honestly. Was David the Gnome. Well, just watching Nickelodeon. Well, that, that was on, a, I think, during uh, Nick Jr. time. Oh, was it? Okay. I remember it and it was, I have a, a pretty photographic memory for pop culture stuff. Yeah. But, There's a reason you're here today. Right. Well, thank you. I, and it, it was uh, right not too far from when they would show Eureka's Castle. Which is, that was my which favorite. Which is a great, which is like a a puppet show. That took place in a castle. It was kind of like a Sesame Street, like knockoff kind of thing. It was a weird castle, though. It looked like, I don't know if either one of you watches Game of Thrones, but it looks just like the castle at the Vale. Yeah. You watch Game of Thrones? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, uh, it's kind of in one of the early seasons where uh, they take Tyrion to be put on trial uh-huh. and there's the moon door, yeah. all that shit. That's what Eureka's castle looks like. So when I saw that scene, I was like, I'm expecting a felt dragon at any moment. Uh-huh. It never happened. They really need or to like, uh, they really need to take stuff from Eureka's dragon and like take audio from. Yes. Um, into that. So what is Batty's deal? Remember the bat? Yeah. Is he, he looks like he's based on David Brubeck or something. <laughs> he's got, he's got like thick, uh, uh, glasses, you know, like horn rim glasses or whatever. Uh, he's got 
He's got kind of a beatnik vibe, I feel like. David Brubat? Yeah, there we go. That's That must be it. I, I don't know. I, I, that's a good he's, he's got a vibe that makes me think he was based on oh, a person. Yeah, so he's got the dark brimmed glasses? Yes. Got it. And then the the other guy... He, kinda, he had the hipster glasses before they were cool. He really did. And then there was a, there was a guy that kind of looked like he was like this trash. <laughs> oh, oh no, there was a brother and sister who looked like they were made of trash. Yeah. They hung yeah, out yeah. in trash. Huh. And they talked like this. It's weird. I, you know, I didn't even, I didn't even remember this shit. Now, this is very interesting. Like that, then? Yeah. What am I playing? Oh, look, my castle music box. <laughs> Ring! Ready? Oh, we I remember this. Yeah. Oh, wow. Weird. Where? Well, I know. Oh, uh, guys. Ready, ready, ready. Through ready. the moon door. One, two, one, two, three. This is the longest lead up for a fucking theme song. Oh, it is. I like to see extended. Yeah. I also kind of feel like theme songs used to be Ooh. Dude, that synth is killer. Pretty sweet. What do you think? They, what do you think that's from? That's from one of those my first Casio keyboards. Oh, sounds good. Ugh, all right, I'm I'm done with that. Um, that's fine. we're gonna record a cover of that after the after the show. <laughs> Through the moon door with yeah. with Amos on vocals, make him fly. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so that was Eureka's Castle. And I guess, okay, so these were Nick Jr. shows, weren't they? Yeah, they were on like early morning or early afternoon before it switched over to. So Nick Jr. must have been around longer than I thought. Because I remember, I I can distinctly remember being a little kid hanging out at my grandparents' house. And I guess they did have cable. They lived in Greensboro. And watching. The big city. Yeah, and watching Eureka's Castle on their, like, you know, what now would look like a terrible CRT TV where you can't yeah. like, if you move at any kind of angle, you can't see it at all. Right. I remember that very distinctly. But the ones that to me are the the heyday started in, I think, 1991. So the three started in 1991 back Same back, day. Right. I didn't so know. Until, Doug, right. yep. Rugrats, and then Ren and Stimpy, right? They all aired the same day. It was like I August. actually watched them that Saturday morning. That day? I, really? I, I, yep. Whoa. Matt was sure on the was, ground floor. Because yeah. they were hyping the commercials like, oh, the Nicktoons is going to be huge. So and you were like seven or eight, eight maybe? probably. Eight. Okay, so I think I was five or six. And so, at the, the time, what else are you going to do? It, Saturday morning, you're eight years old. Go out to the cornfield. <laughs> right. That's what I did. Play on the barge is what he did. You play on the barge. So Doug is the one that I think I watched the most. It's the one that's a little easier to digest. Um, He, his, he, was he schizophrenic? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think neurotic they, would be the right they didn't, Look, this wasn't Sesame Street. They didn't tackle that kind of thing. Well, I mean, think about it. Like He does have visions. He has these <laughs> visions, and then people are like, what the fuck? Like, he's holding, like, a bike rack. Yeah. Right? And then, like, what is the guy in the... the, the Gator. Is that the bad guy, Skeeter? No, Roger, no, that's Roger Clark. Roger's the guy with the, uh, leather, the leather jacket with that laugh that's like... <laughs> 
And he's got that weird sort of, his hair it's looks swoop. like a piece of bacon. He does, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, like, so, Doug Funny, is his, yep. Funny's his last name, right? Yep. He's holding, like, a bike rack and, like, like shaking and then goes into, like, a his head and he's in jail, like, shaking the bars. And then it goes back to, like, him just flipping out, shaking the bike rack. He always <laughs> imagined the worst possible scenario. He for did, him. you know, as a kid who had an anxiety disorder, I should have put two and two together there. Because he seems like he kind of has an anxiety disorder. Yeah. The the um, character Patty that he was crushing on really hard. I remember one episode he saw her like in front of the library or something one day, like walk down the street. And then he was like imagining like, oh my God, what should I say to her? And he imagines like going up to her and saying like, oh, you look nice today. And she like has a meltdown. She's like, what? I do look nice other days. Oh, yeah. I remember <laughs> I that. Yeah. He pretty much always imagined the worst case scenario. He did have the best um, superhero, like Quail Man. Yeah, yes, Quail Man. Quail Man was probably the best part of that show. And the, I, as an adult, I more appreciate the his weird bohemian sister. Oh, Judy? that was like the artsy, yeah, artsy yeah. kind of. I guess early nineties hipster, right? Had, she wore, she like wore a, a beret. She did. Yeah, she was into beat poetry. Oh, uh, right, right. Yeah, and she was always saying some weird stuff. That, right. And then the ki- the dog pork chop was always yeah. great. Yes. And uh, his friend Skeeter, who honk, honk. Skeeter was like honked all the time. Yeah, he was like your friend whose parents didn't really pay enough attention, and he's trying so fucking hard to have his own thing. I feel like that's Skeeter. That was a lot of us in a lot yeah. of ways. The episode that I remember the most from that show was there was one episode where. Everyone started wearing the same pants that Doug wears. Yes. And like it makes him very uncomfortable because they're like, cool pants, Doug. And he's like, I've always wore these pants. Why is everyone wearing these pants? And then like he's having a crisis of authenticity. Yeah. And then he wears his pants like the next day or something. And everyone's like, those pants are stupid. No one's wearing those pants anymore. Pants are dated, Doug. Yeah. I, for some reason, that spoke to me. I don't know why. I, I just really remember him, the episode where he goes to the Honker Burger, which is the local fast food establishment on the show and he meets the rock and roll band the beats i was about to say the beats were my favorite part and i think they're i remember them sounding very british yeah they sounded like a british version of the ramones yeah beats sing killer killer tofu yes. i need more allowance um oh shit <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty good. It's not bad. Almost sounds like a replacement song right now. Kind of. It's yeah, Jesus, it really does. Except English. I always thought I was such a nerd. I refuse. This is the fakest English accent. I wouldn't eat it. Oh, that's a good chorus. Yeah, the songs were all pretty good. All right, enough of that. And it's not bad. I remember asking my mom at the time, like, what is what the heck is tofu? And she was like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I never thought about it until... It's made up. <laughs> right. I wish I could remember. They had at least four or five songs on the show. Yeah, I Need More Allowance. I need More Allowance is the only other one I can think I, of. Uh, yeah. Banging on a Trash Bang, Can? Well, Banging oh. on a Trash Can was one of Doug's songs. Oh, it was? This episode is awesome because this video they're doing is like a spoof on um, 
Talking Heads, oh, where they have yeah. the giant suits that they're in. Calling me, calling me. Which I wouldn't have. I didn't know Caught it not, but yeah. This isn't as good. You know what my favorite thing I think about the show was just the sound the cars made. They just went. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was just a guy doing that sound. There's some good, good uh, foley work, I guess, for that show. That show that was very weird in its own right. Not quite as just straight up demented as Ren Simpy, but no. kind of that's definitely okay. quirky. Yeah, I think that uh, Rugrats was a little bit more demented than maybe slightly. The animation style was. More what I think of as like. Can you name all the Rugrats? I can't. Oh yeah, I think uh, Tommy, Chucky, Phil, and Lil, Angelica. Uh, the, that's I think that's like the classic lineup. The music was pretty good. Mark Mothersbaugh. That's right. Did all the music for Rugrats. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't remember any of the like. I don't remember the music in it. I just remember the, the opening thing song was like uh, with a little toy piano. Yeah, pretty instrumental, yeah. but very, very good song. It was very yeah. So now, uh, now we're gonna move on to my, f- I think my favorite Nick cartoon, Rocco's Modern Life. This should be good, Rocco's Modern Life. That's all I'm gonna give you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Rocco's Modern Life is about a wallaby from Australia who yep. moved to the states. He moves to O Town, to which is in the United States, presumably, and his best friend is a cow. Yeah, heifer. Raised by wolves. I don't. I didn't remember. His that. family are all wolves. That's cute. <laughs> and he's like a that. heifer. And Although he's a heifer, calling him heifer, I think is like calling him lady. Oh, that's Isn't a heifer. Just a female cow. Uh, or a yeah, type of female probably. cow. I don't know. Well, Philbert, the uh, tr- their friend, the turtle. He, he's pretty sure that was supposed to be Woody Allen, right? It's the voice, very similar to his sort of neurotic. Like New York Jewish kind of. Oh, and then big right. the big heads were next door. Yeah, the big heads were awesome. I'm not. I think they're frogs, but I don't know if that was ever conclusively stated. Yeah, that's what I thought, but they were. That was a, also a really weird show. It was. There were. I think I have two favorite episodes from that one. One of them is when Rocco goes to the DMV. Yeah. Because it's such an arduous process to like get his license updated or something, or no, he has to like get a gas cap. I think is what it is. Okay. But there's a scene where he has to sit down. Maybe this isn't that episode, but he has to sit down and watch a video. And the guy goes, today we're going to watch oral hygiene. And you just hear someone in the back go, yes. (laughs) Um, And then the other one that me and my brother cracked up about all the time when we were little kids is it's a scene where for some reason, Filbert and, uh, heifer are hanging out outside of Rocco's window at night. I think what happened was Rocco went to the dentist and he is, he's, you know, fucked up from the drugs they gave him. And he's walking around his house naked and they're filming him, which sounds nightmarish now, but <laughs> they're laughing at, you know, how, how fucked up he is. Or maybe it's that he's sleepwalking. But anyway, the part that's so funny is it cuts to Heifer. And he's got the camera right up in his own face, and he just goes, Rocco's naked. <laughs> and, you know, being like seven years old. That was it for you? That was so funny. The There's fair weird. episode was the one I liked. The fair episode? Yeah, the, and like Rocco gets scared at everything because all the fairs are so dangerous. Um, Spunky is pretty great. Spunky yeah. can recycle his own saliva. <laughs> 
He always just drools into his bowl and then he drinks it. Oh, uh, yeah. Which makes sense, I guess. So we're going to talk about Ren Stimpy now, aren't we? Yeah, so I guess you're not a fan. I'm not not a fan. Okay. Because I I think that like it was a lot of the stuff was like really edgy and really fun. Um but, probably the maybe my favorite theme song. Oh yeah, very. And lo, the log song, I mean is just Great. I had awesome. a cassette. I had a Ren and Stimpy cassette tape that was orange. Yeah. When I was a little kid and I would play the shit out of the log song and the happy happy joy joy song. And I'm amazed that my mom didn't destroy it. <laughs> hey Hello, kids. Boys and girls. Oh, oh. This is your old pal Stinky <laughs> Wizzleteats. <laughs> Stinky Wizzleteats. This is a song about, about a whale. No. no. This is a song about being I mean, happy. I think Red and Stimpy right. uh really influenced a lot of cartoons. Definitely. A lot of the Adult Swim cartoons are certainly heavily influenced by Ren and Stimpy. Oh, yeah. 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 Is there any way we can talk about Salute Your Shorts? I don't care. Yeah, why not? I I didn't watch it. Okay, Salute Your Shorts had Eric Pitsky, I think, the, uh, the heir to a Polish sausage empire <laughs> or something who well, later was in Rilo Kylie. That's correct. Okay. They had, so yeah, it was a summer camp for those that haven't seen it. So it was kids that went oh, to a sure. summer camp yep. and they had this really goofy counselor named Kevin Lee, but everyone called him Ugg Lee. So they just called yep. him Ugg. No. Donkey lips. It's a pretty that's good right. nickname. Oh, definitely. Oh, now looking at this, I like notice like half the cast are now in like other are adult actors. And Budnick was an extra in Terminator too. Oh, that's right. He was uh, Edward Furlong's friend. Oh, yeah. So the the overweight kid, uh, I guess this probably wouldn't fly at the time. But his name was Donkey Lips. That's it. Wouldn't. What does that even mean? <laughs> I don't know. It just somehow. Be mean to the overweight kid. I don't know. It yeah. would probably not Maybe. go well. Are you allowed to make fun of the ginger mullet kid? No, he's yeah, the cool he, one. Isn't he? <laughs> well, that's funny. Nah, he's not cool. He was like, yeah, he was kind of like the. He did not give a fuck. Yeah, he really he just had a bad attitude. Definitely, he clearly came from a broken home. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. And there was one episode where Sponge had to call. I remember that he had to call a radio station. They were having a contest, and he was going to win like a thousand dollars or something and they had, had to call the radio station like every 30 minutes like oh yeah i remember that and i was i was remember thinking like what radio station just has the dj taunting you on the air for like hours at a time like come on spongy call the radio <laughs> station where are you you got five minutes left like <laughs> you little piece of shit yeah it's like you're one and done right you call you win yeah. the contest it's over they wanted that dramatic tension yeah he has to call the radio station like five times just to get <laughs> and then what, get, what was he getting? He was it's like a thousand dollars. Oh, oh, oh! And okay. they had to answer. I was hoping it was tickets to like, I don't know, see the dead milkman. Maybe, I, maybe it was. I, I for some reason I thought it was money, but that was a memorable episode for me. Sweet. Was you can't do that on television on Nick, Nickelodeon or not? I, it's I originally Canadian, right? But it's yeah, but it, that was on Nickelodeon. Yes. Okay, because I grew up watching that, um, and 
they would get slimed all the time. But the one thing that I always remembered was they had this skit where someone's moving, but the they took the toilet with them. Okay. <laughs> Were they supposed to take the toilet? Wah, wah. And then she pees herself. And I was like, oh my God, they showed someone peeing themselves on TV. That's unfortunate. Yeah. So so there are two live action <laughs> Sorry. Nickelodeon shows other than Slow Your Shorts that I really remember. What first one is Hey Dude. So I didn't what is Hey Dude? I didn't watch that. Hey, so Hey Dude. <laughs> oh man, that's a It's kind of the great. same thing, but it's on a Duke. You should range. pull up that theme song because that's a Yeah, is that a good one? It's a pretty great song. Theme song. Does it go? It's a little, wild and a little strange. It's, it's a western. It's like a Nickelodeon kid friendly western. When you make your home out kind on of. the rain. Yeah, they all oh, hang out at this dude this. ranch. And... <laughs> that, that lettering. <laughs> so, right it's now, lettering. My favorite part of the end home song. The it's got like horseshoes that are spinning um, horizontally and like showing people's like pictures in it and they're doing like the 90s month, like the 90s what to the side everyone has amazing oh yeah Christine Taylor she the actress she was on the show till the break of day watch out for those jack rabbits <laughs> Such a ridiculous show. In stereo, where available. Yeah, so that one was basically the same as, I mean, it's pretty similar to Slew Your Shorts. Maybe a little cleaner, but uh, well, yeah. yeah, it was good, but nothing remarkable. The other show, though, which I think Blake has queued up, was probably more ahead of its time than any other show I could think of. Yep. Also had the best theme song. Maybe ever. So I know that the adventures of Pete and Pete were cool, but I never watched it because you should watch it. I think. Have you uh, have you seen episodes of it? Or I tried to watch it when it was out, and I just I just didn't care for it when I was a kid. There was I made my girlfriend watch it because she's is Canadian and she's oh then I like it. I'm Canadian. Um, asshole. (laughs) I mean. Putting me in a box, Matt. No, no, no. You both have good taste, so. Oh. But that I, show, I mean, what was there that? were lots of absurdity, but it was had this surreal quality, like, like okay, this is our reality, but something is off. Yeah, how would you even describe it to someone that hasn't seen it? That's it's tough. really hard to Well, they describe. grew up in a weird town, right? Wellsville is the name of the yeah. fictional town. But it was like a like weird things happened in this town, right? Yeah, but not weird, not Twilight Zone weird, just quirky. Yeah. So they they the one uh, episode that I remember a lot is the one with the ice cream they become obsessed with the ice cream truck driver Mr. Yep. Tasty. There's a lot of legend there's a lot of legendarium in and, Wellsville. <laughs> a lot they, of stories. There is, and they chase, they become obsessed with him because they want to find out, he wears like an ice cream man costume. Never takes it off. And so they're like, we have to find out who he is. So they like stalk him all over the planet, trying to find out who he is. And they come across another ice cream uh, ice cream man, and it's Michael Stipe from R.E.M. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, the cameos were all fantastic. And their neighbor is this strange blind lady, and it's actually Kate from the B-52s. Huh. I didn't know about that one. Yeah, and Steve Buscemi was a nemesis on the show. Yeah. 
uh, Iggy Pop ran the roller skating rink. Yeah, and he was a teacher. He was a DJ. He was Michelle Trachtenberg's father uh-huh. on the show. And uh, David Johansson from the New York Dolls, also a Buster Poindexter. He was a park ranger, I think. Uh-huh. And there's a lot of just random uh, characters. Selma Blair, I think, was on uh, oh, one really? of the episodes. She was... Yeah, she played like a minor character on the show. Oh, Not like okay. a regular, but... I think... My favorite episode of that was either the one with the paper cut kid or the one where the phone booth, like just outside of town, is always ringing and Pete and Pete's mom goes and answers. Yeah, it rang- turns out it's for her. Yeah, the pay- they had a pay phone in the middle of the town. And it rang for 20 years straight. And yeah. because it had been ringing for so long, everyone was afraid to answer it. And then so, she finally did it. And it was some guy who had a crush on her. Yeah. And he was hoping she would. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, weird. She has a metal plate in her head. Uh, and that factors into some of the episodes. Their mom, and just the fact that yeah, you know, their two brothers are both named Pete is weird. But uh, the oh, younger brothers, one, I thought they were friends. No, nah. no, no, they're they're brothers. The younger one, yeah, you know, played by Danny Tamborelli, has that tattoo on his arm. He's like a ten year old who has this giant tattoo of like a Spanish lady or something. Yeah, Petunia is it? her name. They, I don't know if they addressed that. I don't know. But- and there's an there's one episode where he starts like basically an indie rock band. Do you remember that one? Um, I don't know if I remember that one. He's he hears some song on the radio of like some sounds like a, yes, I do remember like that. a '90s indie kind of band, and he's becomes obsessed. Like before, he just didn't really give a shit. About Puts it. together a band to recreate it. Yeah, and he basically starts an indie rock band. And at the time, like that was pretty weird for TV. It would probably wouldn't be now, but and it's like he just wants to create this band so that they can play the song so he can hear it again right yeah and then he's done with it <laughs> yeah it's uh their best i guess little pete's best friend was this man named Artie, who strongest man in the world and he wore like a striped shirt and glasses and just like was a significantly older man but it wasn't weird somehow because he no, wasn't it, he wasn't a bad character yeah he was it doesn't guy. need to be weird that's too cynical true he's just this guy who mambla Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, no, it's nothing like that. I, no, nothing at all. He's just a guy who's in, either in insane or he's mentally handicapped or something. But he is kind of like a stand in for Santa Claus. He's like Wellsville's version of Santa Claus. Right. The kids all believe that he is this superhero. Oh, that's- and he believes it too. And it's rare that you see him, his powers tested, but. Sometimes he does things that make you think maybe Artie is the strongest man in the world. But he, he talks like this. And yeah. I'm, I'm Artie, strongest man no, that's in the world. The, the Halloween episode is great because they try to break, Pete and Pete try to break the world record for hitting up the most houses, trick-or-treating the most houses on Halloween. Yeah. And that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. It's just a very... There's really nothing like that show as far as I'm no, concerned. No, I, I still feel like, and, you know, maybe somebody knows, I'm sure many people know more about this than we do, but I don't know what that show's antecedents were at all. It just seems like a one-off, and it's amazing. Double Dare. Yeah, Double Dare, and what was his other show? What Would You Do? What Would You Mark Do? Mark Summers. Yeah. I don't know that one. I get yep. it mixed up. So... Double Dare and Family Double Dare is like is a game show in which you have to do weird and wacky things and answer some questions. And, and they had the yeah. obstacle course with like you went into like a nose that had like oh, snot yeah. coming out yeah, of it, yeah. and it was fun. 
Yeah, that was a great. And he, uh, like Howie Mandel, is uh, <laughs> Jack is of a, all trades. Well, no, he's he's like a germaphobe, or I don't know specifically. Oh, he is. Yeah, he, that's a funny one to be. He, right, he had a lot of problems with uh, being on that show, which is basically just a giant mess. Well, what, so what's this, this other show? What would you do? So it's kind of like a, almost like a. So he they, there was like a live studio audience as well, but it was like they would they would say, okay, we're gonna make make you do all these wacky things. Like they um they had one where I guess they were like drink unpasteurized milk, and it wasn't actually unpasteurized, but they convinced <laughs> these people that it was unpasteurized milk. I remember that. It's not really the most dangerous thing. <laughs> they, I think you could pick like okay. They had um, someone trying to scare people on the street, like you know, like to get rid of hiccups. I remember that. Okay. Oh, so this was like <laughs> this was like a reality TV show before reality TV shows. Kinda, yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of like a punked before punked. Yeah, they would do wacky things like that. And Did it still have slime? Because I feel like Double Dare they had, mostly slime. I don't know if they had slime, but they had, um, you know, they would slime. Sometimes there were there was it would get messy on that show because or they'd be like, all right, drink like a whole carton of orange juice and you so know it like, sounds a lot like fear factor except for children kind of, yeah it kind of was in a way I, I guess that would be a good way to describe it okay I, if you think about it his job was his fear factor <laughs> yeah pretty much and i would say double dare is the more is definitely the better of those shows but it was, it's a good premise it's fun like i don't know like i grew up with double dare and family double dare yeah just because it was people doing ridiculous things just so that they could climb out of a nose at the end of the show. You know? And I had the Nintendo game Double Dare, which was which was. I oh, mean, that's a good point. Video games of everything we talked about. A lot of things have like so. There's a Doug video game for Nintendo. You remember that? I think there's probably one for every. I remember playing a Rugrats game, and I definitely remember yeah. playing Ren and a Ren and Stimpy game on my Game Boy. Yeah. yeah, I had that too. And then, unfortunately, there was not a Pete and Pete game. I don't know how that would work, but <laughs> it's, it's kind of like Mist. Right, yeah, yeah, weird. You can't do that on uh, television had like a Monopoly style Uh, game. Oh, did it? Yeah, but it was like a board game. (laughs) So (laughs) we need to get that. What was the game show that had Cuba Gooding Jr.'s brother or something, Omar Gooding? Oh, that was uh, Wild and Crazy Kids. Wild and Crazy Kids. Yeah, so that one. That one was a fun show. Did you ever have you ever seen Wild Wild and Crazy Kids? I think it was kind of similar to. Um, it was like competitive teams. But yeah. They would do weird stuff like, I don't know, like, I'm trying to remember what's... I don't remember much specific about it, the, other than it was that guy was on it. The two that I remember really well, one is Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yes. Because the teams had such great names. And you almost never saw, I feel like you almost never saw a kid, like, assemble the, the silver monkey. That would win the whole thing. Oh, Did you ever see this show? That was Wild Crazy Kid? No, that, no, no. that was Legends of the Hidden yeah, Temple. Yeah, I, I, I remember that now that you're talking about it. It was kind of like a Gladiators ripoff, right? Yeah, Gladiators sort of. Sort kids. of. And then Mo- Omak, the uh, giant head that would talk right. to you, that was really weird. Was there a, about the like, shrine of the silver? Yeah, there was like a tiki guy. Who <laughs> uh, it was a, you know, it was a take on like Mayan sure, culture. Sure, sure. Um, but... Uh, yeah, like the kids who made it to the end had to race through this really elaborate kind of maze, and there were temple guards that would just jump out and grab them. Yeah, they were intense. It was, and yeah, you're right. Barely anyone ever got the shrine of the silver monkey or whatever. They would get there, but the weirdest thing is they could never put the goddamn thing together. It was right. just three pieces. 
I was always like, why is this so fucking hard? <laughs> but I was never on it, so who knows? I, I was really into Guts. Oh, that yeah. It's a fun show. Yeah, I was about to go to... Guts is probably the best one, I think. The aggro crag was pretty sweet. But what did it... it start, did it start out as something else? I feel like they didn't call it the aggro crag until after a while. Maybe I'm wrong, know. though. Well, also, Mike O'Malley, the host, was he hosted a couple other game shows, too, uh-huh. on that, on that, uh, on that channel, but... That was fun to watch. That was that one was probably more like American Gladiators. It yeah, had, that one it definitely was. It had a sort of obstacle course that looked like something from Tron. Do you have it, guts? Really great theme song. I mean, yes, it's just like super cool. also had a great Nintendo game or Super NES. Oh, that's right. I remember guts now. Yeah, they have to ride like a an orange noodle through the pool to get like to like. I don't know. <laughs> so many mustaches on the parents, not the kids. Although I really do have to advocate for an often forgotten show called Nick Arcade. Oh yeah. 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 Have you, have you seen that one? Yes, definitely. Nick Arcade was definitely have not seen this. That blew my mind as a kid. There's because- a clean theme. Does that mean there's a dirty thing? I don't know. I don't know what that means, but I don't uh, think there was any words to the uh, theme song. It was just instrumental. Whoa! What? Oh, wait a minute! This is the show where you would play in a video game. Yes, yes. Right? It, and the host was uh, Phil Marr. Had I mean, your no life. one else I know. Would have, except maybe Bishaw would have known the host of Nick Arcade. So he, they would, yeah, they would have to answer a question and then they would go play a, a video game and you have to be like, it, sometimes it would be really easy. It'd be like, get 10 rings and Sonic the Hedgehog in like 30 seconds. And they'd be like, oh, I can't do it. And, <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then they had to go back to the regular, like, where, you know, the, stage where they answer all the questions and then sometimes he would have to like they would play the the in-between music and the host would like would like rap oh god be like you are my best friend and we're going to play this game (laughs) it's like really this it was just a commercial for video games i feel like but yeah they have to actually like jump and like there was a green screen at the very end at the end they got they actually went inside the video game and at the time you know, I was probably it was, like seven, it was amazing eight. at the time. I I didn't understand green screen, so I was like, "How did they do that?" Like, I it literally blew my mind. <laughs> I you actually thought that it was like Tron, and the kid was being uploaded into it. Yeah, game. like I just didn't understand it. I was just like, "This is crazy." That's and awesome. Joey Fatone was actually one of the contestants Ooh. on Ooh. Nick Arcade. Joey Fat One. That's right, and there was an episode with the cast of Salute Your Shorts. They did oh, a an episode. crossover? Yes, which is amazing. That was a very memorable show for me. I really wanted to be on that show. I never got my chance. but Maybe uh, maybe it's not too late. Maybe they'll bring it back. Invite I'm, John. I'm all for it. Phil Maher hit me up. He, he did uh, like one of my comments on Facebook oh, once, so... <laughs> Glory friends. Yeah, <laughs> you guys are connected. So before we move on to some games and some reviews, we like to give a little bit of advice. We basically stopped at like 1993, but that's okay. 
I mean, we. I mean, uh, Angry Beavers, Cat Dog. Uh, well, Amos, life should have stopped at 1993. Kablam! To pop culture, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, was there anything else that was well? SpongeBob. That was a huge one, but that was after our time. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's a lot. Invader Zim. Invader Zim. Uh, Jimmy Neutron. We don't have to list off. All right, I know. I'm just making sure we cover everything. That's not <laughs> not, the- not everything. I'm saying because they're still making cartoons. Like I looked at the Wikipedia page, and there's shit. That just yeah, started I mean, a Builder ago, Bob. We could talk about the shit that my kids watch. Well, but, you know, but is that on Nickelodeon? Someone will get mad if we don't mention closer. It explains it all. Oh fuck, you're right. I can't believe someone will get very damn, angry. I had, I had something to say for that, but oh, all right. Well, no, no, it's it's fine. Um, noted Trump fan. Really? I think she she, she says a type that of conservative. Right? She is. She's very conservative, and she's involved in conservative politics. And she says that's why she doesn't work anymore. Which maybe she finally true. learned to. Learned how to explain it all, I guess. <laughs> well, actually, well, she doesn't Hollywood doesn't want her because she's a conservative? Well, that's what she says. Well, that's funny. and maybe it's, there's some truth. If that, you remember on John the show, seems to work. Ferguson, her arch nemesis little brother, was a Republican, and he was like a nemesis on the show. Like, if you, I don't know if you remember that, but he was like, I don't remember that. He uh, he was he worshipped Dan Quayle. <laughs> <laughs> he really, no, on the show, really. So they, that was like a joke. Is like, look at what dork he is. He loves like loves Republicans, Quayle. like Dan Quayle. I mean, he looked like a like a '60s G man with his. Didn't he have like a? Did he have a crew cut? Or am I thinking of one of the kids from Dead Poet Society? All uh, I know is he, he was, was like a redhead. redhead. Yeah, uh, that's what I remember yeah. the most. Anyway, so yeah, those are all the shows we watched on that. And Sam, her best friend, who used to crawl through the window. Yeah, he'd use a ladder, and that. Seems Breaking odd. and entering every time. I guess that was a thing in like the the eighties and nineties. Ladders. Cause Zach on Say by the Bell did it in Jesse's Oh yeah. At Jesse's bedroom. Pretty weird. Very weird. But those are different times, I suppose. No one had a smartphone. <laughs> it's true. Couldn't text. Had to throw rocks at a window. At best you had a That's the only way. A walkie talkie that would probably only work like half a mile away. You guys want to play some games? Yeah. Do 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 you have it? I think do, I, do, I think do, I do, do have, have it. Games. <laughs> I am going to give you a few theme songs, and you're going to have to tell me what they are. But I mean, we didn't cover. No, but they're backwards. Oh, so maybe I'm pretty bad at this. The last time we did it, Doug. Yeah. Also, I think there's some satanic messages in this if you play it backwards, right? Isn't that how it works? That was a really good theme song, too. Definitely. It really was. Ren and uh, Yeah. Ren and Snippy. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's all just surf guitar. It's so iconic. It's like, how could you not, right? It's good. I think Primus did that one, so. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's classic. Not backwards. Whoa. I'm into it, whatever it is. Wait, hold on. Give me a second here. I don't have a clue. I'm assuming it's either Double Dare or the other one. Good guess, buddy. That's Double Dare. Oh, that's right. 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 Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I never... I I never... That theme song didn't grip me as much. You know, I... (sighs) 
I really, I wish I'd been just a little older so that I could have just been making songs like that for because <laughs> it's just all shreddy guitar, and I love that shit. Uh, well, we didn't really talk about. I always loved the prizes that they gave out on those game shows. It was always a you huffy could go to bike, a Toys R Us, and just grab everything yeah. you could. Or it's a huffy bike or a Casio keyboard. Yeah, yeah. Those were like all, and then or like my first Sony karaoke machine or some like nonsense like that. Oh, yes. <laughs> all right, all right. I have the Clarissa explains it all board game. And one of the, like, you know, when you run, on, you run, you land on like a bad space. It'd be weird if you didn't. Like one of the bad spaces you run on, okay. you land on, it was like, mom's making tofu pizza. <laughs> like you lose a turn. This is backwards. Yeah. Oh, it was Rugrats. Rug- yeah. 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 It's my it's favorite, this my time, favorite Devo song. Right. Backwards Rugrats. <laughs> I thought I'd really get you on one, but I didn't. Should have known better. Should have brought out some of the stuff from the 70s. Yeah, I might have had a hard time with a couple of it. Like, hey, dude, backwards, it would say, dude, hey, right? <laughs> dude, hey. <laughs> or maybe uh, I could have found the, uh, what is it? The David the Gnome theme song. I don't really remember that. Oh, I remember that one. Oh God! <laughs> it was credits, or it was the Weins. Wait, what the fuck did the Weinstein's have to do with it? Wait, oh, that's so- the Weinstein. This is how it all started with the Weinstein's. Oh, Jesus, it's a beautiful look song. around you. Half the shit I watch now, could they just there are they many just things to see? You okay, know, I do lyrics. remember this now. That's good stuff. I think we're all nicked up. I think we're greased on Nick Jr. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> I think. What else could it be? I think we're getting. You're on a list. On a list. We're, so I think we. List. I think that we're wet with the Nick list. Jesus Christ! You guys ready to review Nickelodeon? I think we can do it. On a subjective one being uh, that fly on the couch in the dead whale carcass from Ren and Stimpy, and ten being. A piece of the aggro, Craig. <laughs> Where do we rate Nickelodeon programs? <laughs> programs. Nickelodeon uh, programs. I'm going to say nine, I guess. Out of like all the kinds of programs, like you feel like the lineup Pretty good. of nine. It was, I mean, that was real. You know what we didn't talk about that was one of my favorites was Our Real Monsters. Oh, I that was a great one. And I feel like that's a big slip up. Anyway. Yeah. the Their headmaster wore, he was a crossdresser. <laughs> The, the he wore stilettos. Held his own eyeballs. I love crumb. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that was a fantastic. Show. I think I anyway. was I was too old for that. I think maybe. Um, I'm gonna say nine because those shows were all fantastic. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna say nine and a half. And I was reading a book about Nickelodeon recently, and they were I think it's called Slimed. And I don't know. Just thinking about it, like it was a, it was a really. Like it was the cartoons that weird kids could be into. Like some of their, they were a little bit more off kilter than your normal cartoons. It, it was kind of like the difference between Disney cartoons and Hanna Barbera, right? The, it was more the Hanna Barbera because once I got into Nickelodeon, I wanted my cartoons to be weird. Right. I thought that like the Disney stuff was too weird. <laughs> right. I just thought the Disney stuff was too squeaky clean. Like I wanted fart jokes and stuff. Yeah. I kids climbing out of noses. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, Covered in snot. 
so for the weird kids, I think that like myself, Nickelodeon really appealed to to us. Um, Weirds, yeah, much more than like the Disney Channel was more earlier on. Seven Hundred Club, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I would say nine and a half. I mean, it to me it was really a very huge part of my childhood. So. I have nothing but fond memories of it, basically. We'll take your nine and a half and make it a nine, but <laughs> we round down. <laughs> we, uh, we don't we don't do halves because I don't like the math. I you know I agree with you guys, but it didn't make it an impact on me as much as it made on you because most of the stuff I saw later on in my life. Uh, but I, I can see where you're coming from, so I'll give it like a eight. All right. So I would give all these shows that we talked about a watch. Six six on to infinity mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> well, you're, you're doing the math here. Something. So now this is for me and Amos. We have a list. The mole people's list. You want? I hope they speak English. Will you tell the story so that I don't have to? So the purpose of this list and this podcast is to be the canonical record of all of human and really universal achievement. For after we are but loam and dust and the mole people have taken over, they will have a record of our triumphs and tragedies. I read a book about the mole people, actually. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, yeah. There's, I think it's just called The Mole People. And it, this, this um, writer went under, underground oh, to where the mole su- people live. The New York subway? Yeah, and yeah, actually. Yeah. I think we're talking about a fictional race of moles. That take over I or mean, zombies. I, they could I guess whatever. the mole people from New York could t- take over, and they, they might could. need a list to know of like all the things they've missed out of being moles. Or it could be the apes from Planet of the Apes. Yeah, which is one we're gonna have to do. Oh God, I love these <laughs> movies. Um, so objectively, we have this list, and we need to put Nickelodeon programs on this list. Where would you like to start, Amos? Middle. Let's start. Lower than usual. I was gonna say higher than usual. Interesting. Let's start at toys and work our way down. Really? Well, all right. We can skip a couple of them. Yeah. Let's start. I guess bags and see fairs. Let's start at fairs. All right. We'll start at fairs. Uh, fairs are better than Nickelodeon programs. I guess so. Water sports. Disagree. Strong disagree. It's, Water sports. Objective. This is objective. So you have to think. We had a whole debate about like fairs as they featured through human history and uh, exchange of food and ideas and all this well, bullshit. Well, with fairs, I never realized growing up as a kid, you know, you could win a, a prize. Like you could win like, win like a Guns N' Roses mirror. And I didn't realize that was like a Coke mirror at the time. Like I, as a kid, you don't you realize this, like you're not getting this. So you can look at yourself in the mirror and admire your Guns N' Roses memorabilia. It's so you can do coke later. Yeah, it, it, as a kid, I just it, you know, growing up, that shattered my <laughs> mirror. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, no, it shattered your mirror where the razor blades. Um, <laughs> water sports. Uh, yeah, man. I'm sorry, but water sports are better than nick tv is this is hard to say i guess objectively yeah but yeah. i like nick cartoons more than i like water sports i like the that's fine again well, yeah i know i know i like dry humor more than water sports hey, hey. <laughs> so. it's objective i get it condiments oh uh well they gotta be better too god damn it spins on the condiment star trek better all right 
online dating. Uh, I'm going to say this is where we cut it off. I'm saying Nickelodeon goes between Star Trek and online dating. You know what? How about online dating for Nickelodeon enthusiasts? That was there's probably one of those. There's probably one out there. Um, I'm with you. It's just Mark Summers, <laughs> right? And maybe uh, I deserve love too. And maybe Mike O'Malley. I mean, and Mike what else you gonna do? I don't know. It's like when's Mo showing up? I'm with you. So coming in number thirteen on the everything list. Nickelodeon TV programs. Ba-ba. Amy says, usual, week to week, I appreciate you being here and bringing your talents. And My your many voice. gifts. <laughs> um, putting Matt on the spot, since I'm sure Amy didn't tell him. Oh, yeah, I didn't tell him. We ask every guest what we should be reviewing for next season. And it goes in a hat, and we pull it out, and we review it for next season. So, what is your suggestion for what we should be reviewing on a future episode of Let's Review Everything? I would go with the 90s dance songs. See, he didn't even need to be told instantly. Yeah. Well, you know. That would... There we <laughs> go. Be, be I, my lover, won't you? Yeah, well, I, want, I, I want to hear you review all of those corny 90s dance songs. To it. We can do it. 90s dance music... I know what I want, and I uh, want it now. I, I would love to hear that. All right, we'll do it. In fact, I I could just I just want that to be a, a permanent. Can we podcast. can we also include uh, Miami Booty Bass in there? Yeah, I mean, I think that I wouldn't call it. That's let me ride that donkey, donkey. Let me ride that donkey, donkey. Yeah. Anyway, we'll Wait, do but all. I really want to hear a serious critical analysis of. Well, we're not very good at that. Uh, yeah. Rhythm is a dance. You were on this <laughs> podcast dance for the past hour. I don't so. remember any of the rest. Of it. I'm serious as cancer when I say rhythm is a dancer. <laughs> I'm serious as a cancer when I say rhythm is a dancer. Um, all you have to do is put like a karaoke like double beat behind three non blondes, and that's a four non blondes. Four non blondes. You forgot about one of the non blondes. Uh, well, one of them quit, and then they. <laughs> I can't remember how it goes. Uh, well, they did it. They did it. Awesome. What's going on? Don't, don't you dare leave out Ace of Base. Oh, oh we won't. Oh, no. tune out. Don't turn around. I also think I know who can be the guest for that one. So we're I'm an Ace of Base head. Well, we've talked about it. Yeah, we have on this podcast. Matt Dunn. Thank you very much for being on the podcast. If other people listening to your voice and your opinions would like to hear more from you, where could they find that? I do a show called Damage Goods Radio, and it's a music show, play new and classic music, but we also just chat about it's kind of it's almost kind of like this show, but we but there's me- more music. <laughs> yeah, kind of. And where can people find it? You go to damagegoodsradio.com. DamagedGoodsRadio.com or uh, Damaged Goods Radio on Facebook and we're on Twitter and Instagram, all that good stuff. And it's Damaged Goods Radio on all those? I believe so. Cool. That's a good name. It is. Glad that you got that. Yeah, thank you. Did you get the ad as well or did you get the Twitter account or was it at DMG? (laughs) Well, I think Twitter, it's Damaged Goods RDO because there's a character limit, unfortunately. But Ah. yeah, close enough. Damn them. Yeah. Damn you, dirty apes. Like, subscribe, and catch us at Review All Pod everywhere. Amos. Yeah. Final thoughts. 
Sometimes it's like you're just banging on a trash can, but you're really drumming on a streetlight. Let's review everything. See you next time.